Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area, offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. We're going to tap into Kevin's three decades of financial planning experience on today's show and get some good guidance and advice. Kevin, great to be with you this week and uh, happy Labor Day to you, my friend. You too, Walter. You're going to have some fun plans? Uh, we have uh, family in town. Uh, so my wife's sister and her husband are in town, and, and they don't live close by at all. And then with the pandemic, we haven't seen them in 19 months. So they got uh, into town on Wednesday and are staying with us through the weekend. So we'll take the opportunity to hang out with them and enjoy Labor Day before they head back out of town. So, yeah, it's been nice catching up and seeing family again a little bit. So, yeah, got some good like- plans in that in that regard. I don't know about you, but the summer sure did go by fast. Yeah, it was it was here and gone pretty quick. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm I know not, we say that all the time, but this summer especially just I don't know zipped by. Yep, well, there are all the things going on, the pandemics, and everybody's pent up, and now we finally get out and about. Now, now it's you know, back. And now it's back, <laughs> and you know now we got the next four four months to look forward to, or whatever it is. But uh, mm-hmm. it'll go by quick too. We're already making like you know Christmas plans, and but we're like, okay, well, how bad's the pandemic going to be by then? Ugh, what is it going to cause? Travel problems, or uh, for, for our company, we're like, we want to schedule our Christmas party, but we're not sure should we do it in a restaurant because what if they then don't allow you know the get-togethers by then? So yeah, it's just it's it stinks. I miss planning for things. I'm a planner. Yep. And so this last year and a half has been really hard of like not really being able to make the plans you want to make. <laughs> well, normally we have a big party, a big thank you party for all our clients here. And we haven't, we certainly didn't do it last year because you couldn't. And yeah. then we're kind of on the fence this year because it seems like COVID's making its, you know, way back by the time you plan all that. And then if you can't do it, so it looks, it looks, you know, it's kind of up in the air as of this point, but it's, it's a, it's an ongoing thing that we have to deal with. Yep. It's unfortunate, but is what it is. And let's enjoy uh, a little bit of Labor Day, uh, you know, excitement, hopefully. How about you? You getting any uh, family visiting in or just going to relax this weekend? What's up with you? Well, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law will be up and nieces and nephews and all kinds of people will be up here in Pink County. So I'm not going far. I'm going to hang out here and and watch everybody drive by and, and visit with them and probably go out and on pontoon a day or two and have some fun. Nice. Uh, well, that's a good weekend to get out on the water. That is for sure. It is. Well, fantastic. Uh, we've got a great show on the way today. In a few moments, we're going to be talking a little bit about you know being ready for retirement and, and what does it truly mean to be ready for retirement and what kinds of questions need to be asked about being ready for retirement. So it's going to be a good conversation. But let's start it off with a quote this week from the great Winston Churchill. He once said that saving is a very fine thing, especially when your parents have done it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, right? It's, it's helpful, at least, yeah. right? Well, if you look at it, you know, the largest 
amount of wealth that's going to be transferred here is going to be from the baby boomers down to the millennials and Gen X. Do you know how much that's going to pass over the next couple of decades? It's a lot, right? I'm sure you've got even a more specific figure. It's about $30 trillion. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah. And you know what the national debt is right now? Um, $30 trillion. About $23 trillion. What what they tell us, not unfunded stuff, but a coincidence? I'm beginning to wonder now. So Mm. yeah, the conspiracy theory. We could wipe that now. out, but uh, yeah, that would cause some problems. That would cause a lot of problems, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they won't stop them from trying, I'm sure. So. No. But a lot of people, you know, are going to inherit uh, a, a quite a substantial amount. We just talked to a couple in here the other day. They were going, or they just did inherit a, a, a quite a big amount, and it was it was a nice surprise, obviously. And but that's going to happen, and you know that comes along with you know the generation before us. And you know, like my grandmother said, none of us are getting out of this alive, so we have to plan for those kind of things. Yeah, it's a great point. Well, we uh, want to talk about a phenomenon on today's show where there are a lot of people, Kevin, who have reached retirement age who say they don't want to retire. Hmm, a little bit different. Do you find that this usually happens or is because they enjoy their job or is it maybe a defense mechanism because they feel that maybe they can't retire for some financial reasons or something like that? I want to explore that with you on, on the show today. Sure. Let me let me ask you, Walter, what do you think? I would think that it's mostly people who are a little insecure about their plan being in place. I think a lot of people want to stop working and move on to that next phase of their life. That'd be my guess. You're right. Most of the time when people come in, well, we had a couple come in a couple of weeks ago, and the conversation went something like this. The husband said, you know, he really enjoyed his job. And he didn't, he didn't really think he's going to retire for another four or five years. But guess what his wife did, Walter? Uh, retired. She disagreed with him really yeah. liking his job. Yeah. Right? yeah. So then, you know, the real reason when we finally got through all of that, the real reason that, you know, he wasn't ready for retirement is because he thought he wasn't financially ready for retirement, just like you had said. And the reason was is because he had all these different accounts sitting around. He didn't know, you know, what to do with them, basically. And he didn't know if he stopped working, how he's going to take that uh, savings that he's got and produce it into income. He just wasn't sure. He was really insecure about whether he was ready to retire or not. And what do you think the answer was, Walter? We sit down and we did a plan. What was that? Oh, well, he was ready to retire. He, oh, it, it shifted 100%. <laughs> shifted 100%. Well, from, well, you know, I really do like my job, but... You know, I can see us doing other things now. So for the most most part, when people come in my office, you know, I think that they're a little bit, you know, insecure, whether or not whether they can really retire because they don't have the answers that they're looking for. So if that's you, don't sit on the sidelines. Don't work any longer than you have to if you don't want to. Come on in and get the answers that you're looking for. And guess what? If the answer is you really can't retire, well, then find a solution to speed up the process so you can retire in maybe two or three years. Well, that's a good perspective. So for the people who are financially able to retire comfortably, but they, they lack that confidence in their ability to do it, once you've uncovered that, what's the why behind it? Why was there that lack of confidence in the first place? They didn't know how to fill their shortfall. So they knew they had, um, in this particular case, they knew had... Uh, Come on, Kevin, you're, you're better than these height jokes. <laughs> the height jokes, yeah. Well, they didn't know how to, yeah, wah, didn't know wah, how to fill their income. Sorry, that was, that, that was terrible. That was terrible. No, go ahead. It, it was because it took me a minute to it, catch it, 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 Ignore, Ignore my nonsense. <laughs> but 
But he was, you know, he had X amount of dollars coming in per month, and they're used to living on X amount of dollars, and he didn't know if he could maintain that same standard of living, and he just didn't know how to fill that shortfall. Once we sat down and we showed him how to fill that shortfall, all the hesitation started to disappear and melt away, and they felt better. And now they were talking about, you know, taking trips and doing the things that they were getting ready to do in retirement, just so they can speed it up now. Interesting that that's the uh, that that's the case, but that makes a lot of sense, right? The shortfall causes stress, causes lack of confidence, and yep. therefore people don't think they can retire. You can follow that line pretty well. Uh, I guess then on the other side of the coin, as we explore this a little bit more, Kevin, have you worked with people who are ready to retire as soon as maybe humanly possible, but they just aren't in that financial position to do it? And and how do the people like that handle it when you have to give them, I guess, instead of the good news of actually you can retire today, of no, you can't quite retire yet? Well, this happens, I would say, quite a bit in the last year because of the pandemic, especially if you're a healthcare worker, you know, you're overworked and underpaid, it seems like. So we've had quite a few nurses and healthcare workers come in who say, you know, I really had it. I'm stressed. I want to retire, but I don't think I can. So let's sit down and let's figure it out. And I can tell you of a young lady who came in. She was 57 years old uh, last week, and she came in the same scenario. You know, I really want to retire, and I want sixty thousand dollars a year of income. Here's what I've saved. And when we sat down and we put the plan together, I said, I'm sorry. You know, the numbers are what the numbers are, and it, it's just not going to work. I can promise you one thing: you'll run out of money if you retire today. And that sixty thousand dollars of income. So we had to we had to put a different type of plan together. I said, "What is it that you really like to do?" Well, she still liked the health field, but she wanted to work in a different a different part of the health field. So she said she could get a part time job making about thirty five forty thousand dollars per year. So now we put a plan together based on that. All right, can, how much? How long do you think you can enjoy working at that? And she thought she could do it to sixty two, sixty three, and really enjoy it. So we put that plan together there. And it's, it turns out with her, with the month she saved right now, and then with her working part time, that was doable. So for people who aren't ready or who are ready to retire and financially can't do it, there are other answers. Just don't sit on the sidelines saying you're stuck at something. And like in this particular case, she's going to retire and work someplace part time, which at something she's really, really looking forward to and really likes to do. And you want to start that process. Don't sit on the sidelines, you know, think about it, come on in, put those plans together. And if it's not doable, it's not doable. You're just, you're going to have to either spend, you know, less in retirement, save more in retirement or whatever it is to get you there. But know that answer going into retirement before you do pull the trigger and have that plan put in place so you can look at it and look back every single year to see whether you're on track or not. If you have any questions about financial or retirement planning, reach out to Kevin Ray by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. You can ask questions like this. Uh, Hey, I think I'm ready for retirement, but I'm not quite sure. Or, hey, I want to retire tomorrow, but not sure if the finances will work. Or I can retire right now, but I don't know if I'm mentally ready. How do you help people through that? All sides of that equation, Kevin helps coach people through. And that's why we talk to him each week here on the radio, but also why people reach out and meet one-on-one to go over their specific situation. So if that's you and you want to have that conversation, please reach out, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. 
Uh, one more question on this topic for you, Kevin. What kinds of things can you do to help somebody that's in that position, that, that, that has to get that bad news, that they've got to keep working, but they really maybe have some ground to make up before they can retire? It's not quite like, oh, you just got to work an extra couple of months and then you're good. Like, what if they really have some work to be done? Then what can you do? Well, we can sit down and we can start the planning process, obviously, and we can say, we know the shortfall. You're short this much. How do we make that up? And typically, it's going to be you have to save more or we have to reduce your expenses in retirement. Something has to happen. But typically, if you're in your 50s, you have time to do that. You know, it's not the end of the world. You can save more. Most cases, the kids are gone. You know, the house is pretty much being, you know, close to being paid off. You've done a lot of things in work, and you can ramp up your savings into your plans and make sure that you do it in the best tax advantage way too. Now is the time. Do you look at Ross? Do you look at traditional IRAs or 401ks or 403bs? If in a short amount of time, I would say three, four, five years, people can really save hundreds of thousands of dollars if they put their mind to it and they can see the end game. That's the important part. They have to see the end game in order for it to make for them to make sense to do some kind of sacrificing right now and to really start saving the money towards their their retirement to get them in the place that they feel pretty confident that retirement is going to be a, a good possibility. So for you, if you're sitting out there and you really don't know, I think the biggest help that you can do for yourself is to sit down and say, how can I make up that shortfall? How long is it going to take me so you know, rather than sitting on the sidelines and just spinning your wheels? And procrastination, we know, never, ever works. And when we sit down with people, this happens, you know, not not all that often, but this happens sometimes. And if I can show them, say, over the next three, four, five, six years, we can get you where you need to be, and here's what needs to happen. Then they go to work. The procrastination leaves. They go to work. They start saving. They start doing. They're following the plan, and they put it in place because they can see the end goal now. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and they can see it's doable. So that, in some some cases, is the you know the, the straw that broke the camel's back because it pushes them over the edge to sit down and start doing that. And if that's you at least talk to an advisor, sit down, get the answers, because if you don't get the answers, you're going to go into retirement without the answers. And that's not good. So sit down, take time and plan for that, you know, shortfall that's going to, that most people have and get some plans put in place to take care of that. It can all start with a simple conversation, but you do have to be the one that starts it and uh, sparks it. And uh, that can happen right now. If you want to pick up the phone, give a call to Kevin and express your interest in meeting in the near future to discuss your plan, your situation, all you have to do is call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message. Kevin will be able to follow up with you and set that time up to meet. That's 888-885-PLAN, your number to call, or go online to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. You can click the listen button, ask questions, listen to past episodes of this show, and much more there as well. That's insightfolios.com. But a quick and easy way to get in touch as well is by calling 888-885-PLAN. More coming up on today's show. Stay with us. You're tuned in to Simply Financial. Stay tuned. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one-half A-T squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. 
rocking and rolling today on Simply Financial. Walter Storolt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. Any questions on your mind, something that we talk about today that you want to inquire more about, talk about getting your own financial customized financial plan. If you want to tap into the three decades of experience that Kevin brings to the table, you can do that by picking up the phone and calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 885-7526. Don't worry, we won't put you live on the radio or anything like that. It's a one-on-one conversation between you and Kevin. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick note. 888-885-PLAN is that number. I uh, wanted to talk about chess, roulette, and poker. Uh, almost all financial decisions can probably be compared to playing those three games. Uh, let's talk about pensions. Choosing the right pension option. Are we talking about a game of skill, luck, or some of both there? Well, let me ask you, what would your answer be? So on choosing the right pension option, to me, that seems to check the box of being purely analytical. Like chess, we know all the information and the options available to us, I would think. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with okay. you. So we're on the same page. Sweet. You're going to need to work with somebody. When you sit down and you have this option, which pension is right for you, you need to sit down and you and talk to somebody who's laser focused on income planning because this is a big part of your income. Once you choose that option, there is usually no turning back. So you want to make sure you have all the facts in place and make good financial decisions. Lots of details are going to go into that decision. Let's go over a couple of them, Walter, um, just to have some a little bit of fun here. So one of the options you're going to have is called life-only pension. Do you know what they're referring to when I say that? Life-only pension. Uh, yep. I'm guessing that's like just you. When you die, you no longer get the pension and nobody else does either. Exactly. Okay. So if you're a single person and you're not married, you know, intend to be a perfect option for you because you the life-only pension will typically pay out a lot more than the other options that you have. But if you're married and you want your spouse to continue with that pension, well, then that's probably not a good one to uh, pick. So the other uh, another option is what's called the survivor pension. Meaning, if you die early, just like Walter said, your spouse will continue to receive your pension. And there's different percentages. So some some options may be, well, if you're gone, your wife gets 100%. Or if you're gone, your wife or husband gets 60 or 70%. That's some of the decisions that has to be made. And that boils down to sitting down, how much income do you need? If your spouse you know, were to leave this earth early, how is that going to affect you? Some pensions will allow you to take part of your pension in cash and a part of it in a monthly check. So I just seen one the other day. They'll say, you know, you can take a half a million dollars in the pension check and then no or in no pension, or you can take two hundred fifty thousand. We'll give you a pension, or you can leave it all there and we'll give you a bigger pension. How do you choose? Well, again, it all comes down to planning. And if you're under age sixty-two, you're going to have some more options to choose from. So for example, if you work for General Motors, you're going to have a higher pension. And when you reach age age 62, your pension typically drops to whatever your social security benefit would be your net family. So how do you choose if you're unsure what to do? Well, the answer is simple. We talk about it every week here. Sit down with a qualified retirement advisor who's laser focused. That's all they do is retirement planning and let them run the numbers. Let them let them do their thing. And you, you make sure that you're involved in that process and then make a decision based on numbers, not emotion. 
That's a great point. That's another good one, too. Uh, choosing the right pension option, uh, the good news there, purely analytical choice. Let's talk about picking stocks. So there's one thing to time the market, but picking stocks doesn't seem quite as uh, much as going to the roulette table. Are we talking a little bit more poker there, a little bit of uh, both luck and analytical elements? I think we are. I think I would I would say that too. poker. There is a lot of skill involved, right? You have to do some background, you know, look at the PEs, the betas, all that kind of fun stuff. But there's also some luck involved because all no noble factors are factored into a price of a share right now. In other words, everybody knows, you know, what their earnings are going to be and all those other numbers. But what they don't know is what's entailed in the future. So just like, you know, if you'd have picked a, a stock based on, you know, the previous year, what the numbers look for or look like the, the, for the following nine months, well, guess what happened? The pandemic happened and it really upset your cart there. So if you're years away from retirement and you're picking stocks, Walter, which stock should you be picking? The ones that go up. Yeah, the growth <laughs> stocks, right? <laughs> How do you pick only the ones that go up, right? Yeah. Good answer. Uh, I thought I'd throw you a curveball there. <laughs> But you should be investing for growth. If you have years away from retirement, you should be looking at growth stocks. So you you should be focused on accumulation. Why? Because you need a lot of money when it comes to retirement, a sizable sum. In the future, to supplement your income needs, you're going to use whatever you saved up until that point. So what does sizable sum mean? Well, that can be answered when you sit down and you do your plan towards retirement. You'll come up with a number that says, based on what you want to do going forward, this is the amount that you're going to need to do that. But when you're going into retirement, Walter, I'm going to ask you this question. Should your stocks be different? I would guess yes. Yeah, growth, growth is no longer as important, right? Right. Income, right? We have to look at stocks that provide income, maybe dividend stocks, you know, because they pay income in up and down markets. So the emphasis should be on income when you retire. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. They stay in a growth mode. And when you retire, you don't necessarily need growth, you need income. So first, let's let's figure this out. Figure out what's coming in the front door. Money that you've already worked for, like a pension, Social Security. What are your have-tos? Do you have to pay your consumer's bill every month? you have to get gas? you have to have insurance? All those things. Now, what is the shortage? So let's say you have $4,000 a month coming in and pension and Social Security, but you need five. You're $1,000 short. Are you looking for investments that provide growth or income? You should be looking for investments that provide income. If you said growth and the market takes a hit and you need that $1,000, guess what? You have to sell $1,000 worth of shares or principal to get that. You don't want to be put in the position to take and have to sell principal shares when the market is in a recession. And what if it takes two or three years to recover like it did in 2001, two and three, and you're selling principal all that time, it's going to be very hard to come back from that. So I think it's poker. It does take some skill and it does take some luck. And picking stocks, I think, is is a critical portion of your retirement planning. But don't get lost on growth picking. Most people get lost in it. They, they want to stay in growth because they've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. It's time to change. And that's what I tell everybody. When you're in retirement, getting close to retirement, we need to focus on income. So your 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 strategy has to change. Well, these are all good ones, I think, to discuss on today's show. Let's go one more time to the ever-popular Social Security. Are we playing chess, roulette, or poker when we determine when to start our Social Security? This would maybe be hard to answer. Well, it, it could be a little bit, because you're, you're leading towards, well, we know how long we're going to live, are you? So you're leaning towards poker, I, I, I'm guessing. Right, right. Yeah, but it yeah. also has like elements of some roulette in there, too. Like, this is definitely one that's got a lot of moving parts. Right, right. So once you make the decision, 
you have very little time to change your mind. So let's say you, you decide to take it at age 62 versus 66. Well, once you make that decision in a very small uh, time frame goes by, you're stuck with it. So our office, this is what we do. We help people every day with this decision because all of us, if we live long enough, are going to be faced with this. I cannot give you an answer on what, when to take it, when to start, when to, you know, when's the best time unless we sit down and we have a solid, comprehensive, customized plan just for your situation. It has to be figured out. It starts there. Do you have a shortfall? Do you have a spouse that is 10 years younger than you? Are you concerned about your spouse's future income because you're much older than your spouse? And if you wait to take your Social Security and you're gone, your spouse will get a higher amount, uh, possibly if if you're that much older. There's so many variables in deciding when it's best. Every person I meet with is different. Everybody has different situations. This is why there's not a one size fits all decision. This is kind of like the roulette wheel in some instances because we don't know how long we're going to live. This is poker because if we live to 80, well, there's some good decisions we could make. So sit down with your advisor, figure this out. It needs, it's going to be a critical part of your financial planning going forward because that's income that you can count on coming in every single month. If you don't have an advisor, this is your time to reach out. Give me a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you, talk one-on-one, build you our, what we call our comprehensive simplicity plan. We can plug in the numbers and we can tell you mathematically which way makes sense. I can't tell you how long you can live, but I can help, I can give you a way to make a smart financial decision based on what you're trying to accomplish. So if that's you, sit down with somebody, don't procrastinate, get involved in your own planning, and don't wait until a month out or six months out. Get this started at least two to three years prior so you have time to make adjustments along the way. If you don't know if you're playing roulette, chess, poker with your financial decisions, make sure you get in touch with Kevin Ray to talk about your financial plan and get a customized, comprehensive plan in place. You can do that by picking up the phone and giving a call to 888 885-PLAN. That's 888 885 7526. You don't have to have all your investments and statements and all those kinds of things pulled together at this moment. You're just calling to express your interest uh, while you're thinking about it. And uh, it's important to do. It's the toughest part of anything in life is getting off the porch and getting it started. So make that decision today. If it's been on your mind to try and improve your financial plan, Kevin can certainly help you analyze what's going on and give you some good feedback and get the process started. 888-885-PLAN. No cost, no obligation. Just call and talk about getting a plan in place with Kevin and the team, and you can get a complimentary initial review. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Much more coming up on today's show. Stick with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. When you reflect on your life, what would you like to see as your fondest memories? Summers at your favorite vacation spot? Ice cream with the grandkids after their first t-ball game? Maybe it was your great adventure across the world or volunteering with a local nonprofit. Of course, those memories are still in the future, although they're not as far away as you might think. Be sure you have a financial plan to make them happen. Don't find yourself worrying while enjoying that ice cream. Peace of mind is attainable in your retirement. With the proper planning, you can secure a meaningful retirement. We can help you make those dreams a reality. Schedule your visit with our team today. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We want to make memories with you. Get started by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's getting to know you time. 
time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. This is where we sidestep the financial world and just get to have a little fun talking about something goofy, something different, uh, come up with random questions to ask Kevin each time. Kevin, here's one for you this week. What is the best way to start the day, do you think? Hmm. Let's start that off with your answer first, see if we align. <laughs> Put it back on me. You know, a lot of days, and, and I shouldn't do this, but I really like to start the day off, um, especially during COVID, I've been doing this a lot. I actually go to Starbucks um, or a local coffee shop, and I just like the drive, even though it's like only five minutes. I like turning on the radio, uh, listening to whatever you know the radio, morning radio has to say for a couple of minutes. I like sitting in, in a drive-thru while I'm, again, consuming some more radio for a couple minutes pick up a coffee, maybe a bagel or some other, you know, quick bite to eat and then, you know, eat it on the drive back home and then work from the office the rest of the day. <laughs> but I think right now during COVID, I like to start the day off by at least feeling like I got a little bit of personal interaction by dabbling out into the world. I like that hot cup of coffee, kind of feeling the aroma in the car as I drive back to the house. So yeah, there you go. That's my great way to start the day. A bit of an expensive way to start the day though. So I try to not do it every day, but, uh, I, I kind of, that's like a little treat each day to do that. What I'm hearing is you like to sit in line. <laughs> it does sound a little bit like that, doesn't it? You know, they make medication for that. No, no other time would I like sitting in line, but I like that. Uh, I think it's just from years and years of having long morning commutes. Growing up in high school, I was in like a district that bust you across the county um, for, you know, past three other schools on the way to school or with my parents, if, even if they were driving me. So I would listen to the radio with, with dad, um, you know, as he would drive me and drop me off on his way to work for many years. And then I, when I was in high school and started driving myself, it was a 35 minute drive to my high school. And so I just was in the habit of listening to the morning radio show. So I think it's just always stuck with me through the years of, now that COVID's here and I just literally walk across to my home office <laughs> two feet <laughs> across the, the breezeway um, to, to the above the garage uh, the apartment that's, you know, my office. Uh, you know, it's nice to just get out and still continue sort of that morning routine. So I think that's why. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you what I, I've done in the last couple of weeks that I really, really enjoy. And I've, I do this quite often is when you get up first thing in the morning, I get up a little earlier normally. And it's nice and peaceful, you know, it's serene. You maybe see the sun come up depending where you're at. But I like to read something motivational. I like to read a book and, you know, get a chapter or two in and, and start my day there. I'm reading a book now called, I think it's called The Pursuit of Excellence hmm. by a gentleman named Horsch Schultz. Horsch, okay. Yeah, he's cool Horsch. Name. And he started out as, he, when he grew up in this German town, he wanted to be working in a hotel. And all his family kind of shamed him about doing it. Well, he started out washing ashtrays was his first job washing ashtrays ashtrays wow. moved up and now he co-founded the rich carlton really oh very yeah cool. very very and he talks he talks he's a great he's a great uh, speaker and i've listened to him on tape and i so i bought his book and that's what i'm that's what i like to do start the morning off on a positive note so ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen isn't that their uh isn't that the rich carlton yeah, saying? that, that that's exactly like that? that he came up with that saying in the book he yeah. came up with that saying yes yeah yeah. yeah, it's a very it's a very good read. Yep, very cool. Yeah, I think that is a good way to start. I've tr I tried that a couple times. I, I wasn't able to make it a habit. I would I would love to be able to do that. Starting off with a read that would be good. That's great. Uh, we'll we'll take that to heart and maybe with some uh, inspiration for the future. Probably a better habit than my going and getting Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a coffee drinker, so that's easy for me. I don't do it. Oh so. yeah, you get yeah, to save yeah. a lot of money by being, yeah, not being a coffee yeah. drinker. There, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, very cool. Well, there you have it. Getting to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Back to the financial talk coming up next. Stay tuned. 
What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. Well, we're coming down the home stretch of Simply Financial today. Great to have you with us. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. But just because we're coming down the home stretch doesn't mean that you should tune away. We've still got some great info coming up. If you have any questions for Kevin, don't have, hesitate to reach out. You can go to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to ask questions, listen to past episodes, and learn more about the team. All right, Kevin, most people understand that a customized retirement plan, you know, just by the nature of the name, is much better than a one-size-fits-all kind of approach. And yet most people don't really have a plan that's truly customized. So I want to talk about when we say that word customized plan, what are we really talking about? Some of the things that really need to be considered to build that truly customized plan. Sound good? Yep. Sounds like fun. Let's rock and roll. Uh, So first item on the list, a planned retirement age. That's something that's got to be customized to you, pretty obvious. Well, it, it does, right? Well, first of all, it starts We don't all want to retire at the same age. Others have other preferences, right? No. You know, I recently met a guy down South Carolina. Do you know how old he was when he retired? How old? 46. 46. Wow. You know how old he is now? Uh, 47. Four, uh, 78. Oh, 78. Okay. So he's, yep. done, he's, he's done it for a while. He's done it for a while. So 46 years wow. old. So whether you're going to retire at 50, 65, the same process is going to apply. And what is that process? Well, you need a solid, we talk about this week in, week out, retirement plan to get you to and through retirement. And it all starts with picking the date you want to retire. We have to start someplace. Next, we need to find out if you want to retire at 55, is it a reasonable assumption? Can you do it? You know, the younger you retire comes with more challenges if you retire at, say, 55 versus 65. And the reason is simple. You got another 10 years of, of income planning that needs to be put in that versus 65. So the retirement age is number one. That's where you pick. When do you want to retire? And then planning starts after. So that's the first step. Very cool. That's very helpful. And um, I think that's a good one to start off with. What about income needs, lifestyle and income needs? How customized does that get for each plan? That's critical. Okay. And, the, and the reason is simple. How much income are you going to need in retirement? What are the bucket list items that you like to plan for? If you're, if you're going to retire at 55 versus 65, I'm assuming that you have some kind of bucket list items that you're doing. You've worked for 30 years. You've saved for retirement. You've worked a lot of overtime. You missed some of your kids' events, uh, events trying to get to that. After all of that, the question is, how is what's taken you an entire lifetime to accumulate going to get you through the next 30 to 40 years? You are the hero in the story. You did all those things I talked about. You saved, you worked a lot of overtime. Sometimes you miss some of your kids' events. So now you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. The next thing is, do you have a shortfall? If so, someone has to fix this. And this is a critical part, Walter. What do I mean by that? If you need your investments to fill your shortfall and provide you income, how is that going to generate the income you need for the rest of your life and your spouse's lifetime? That has to be figured out. Whether you do it, your brother-in-law helps you, your neighbor helps you, or you have a qualified advisor help you, this has to be figured out. How do you take what you save, turn it into an income so you and your spouse don't run out of money? This is not a sales pitch. This is reality. The last thing you want to do is run out of money in retirement. Sit down, put pencil to paper, get a solid uh, financial customized plan and figure that out because that's number two step. 
Very cool. That's another big one for sure. All right, what about risk tolerance? That's a question that you have with uh, everybody to, to go over with and talk about when they come in to meet with you. Well, we kind of do it a little bit differently than other people. Let me give you an example. So when most people come to my office, I'll say, "How? what was your first, you know, the advisor you're talking to or have talked to in the past, how did they gauge your risk? And they pretty much all tell me the same. They say on a scale of one to 10, they were asked how they felt about risk. Well, what's the problem with that, Walter? If, you, if I ask you, Walter, how much risk do you want to take on a scale of one to 10? Mm, I'm okay. Nine or 10? Let's do yeah. it. Well, that's emotional answer, right? Because yeah. it's based on your emotions today. But I'm betting if I ask you that in January, you had one answer. And I bet you if I ask you that in the middle of the pandemic, you had another answer. Yeah, I was I was sure wishing I was less risky. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so let me tell you how I how I give you guidance. And it all has to do with your income shortfall. So if, you, if you're short, let's say $1,000 per month, I'm going to look at what you have already accumulated, and I need to know what interest rate you need to earn on what you've already accumulated from here all the way to age 90 or 95. I call it your retirement number. If it's a low number, let's say you got to average 2%, well, you're in pretty good shape. If it's a higher number, you got to average 8%, well, guess what? That's not such good a shape. And the higher the number, the more risk is going to go along with it. So it's based on your personal situation. This is what we're talking about personalized plans it has to be personalized just for you take emotion out do some analytical figuring and base it on what your real need is and i i can't stress that enough don't base it on how do you feel in a scale of one to ten that's a great point separate those emotions out of it got to do that very very important Kevin, there's a few other items we could talk about, but we're going to run out of time on today's show to discuss them. Uh, But let's squeeze in one more here. One more example of how a customized plan comes together and the things that need to be considered. And since you dabbled in it a moment ago, let's expand on it a little bit. Feelings and emotions, but not just that feeling of risk. Uh, Overall, feelings and emotions connected to money. That, That has many different threads, doesn't it? Well, it does because emotional is a very strong feeling that you have to fight. And I fear just recently, many of our listeners just went through this. Like I said before, in January, you were feeling fine. And then when the virus started and the market went down 30%, you, I betting you were fighting your emotions. You had a solid, you know, financial plan you thought, and then the market dipped like that. And then you're questioning it. You may have sold your positions and put them in cash after you lost 30%. Why would anybody do that? Well, emotions are powerful. We know that. We all know not to make um, decisions when we are emotional, but guess what? It happens. Here is why I think it happens. You don't have a, a plan that's fully understandable. And here's what I mean. You do not understand how your investments are going to provide the income you depend on in retirement, especially when we go through a, a market downturn. And here's, the, here's one more big thing. And I want all of you to ask yourself this. If you're depending on your uh, savings to supplement your income and the market does go down by 30% and you have to sell shares or principal to produce the income you need, is that going to make you make an emotional decision? And I'm betting for most of you it's yes. So if that's the case, then you need to look at the other way. You need to look at investments that when the market goes down, it doesn't necessarily affect your income. What if you fully understood when the market goes down again and again over the next 30 years has very little effect on your income? 
that's what you're up against. That's the emotion impact that, that can really take you down um, some rabbit holes that you don't want to go down. There are investments that produce income in up and down markets. If you're right now asking what are they, how do they work? Well, the answer is easy as one, two, three. First, pick up the phone, call our office. Second, pick a time that's convenient for you to come into the office. And third, come into the office and we'll start the planning process it is really as easy as that. And I can promise you one thing. My goal is to empower you to make smart financial decisions. And it starts with an easy to understand retirement plan. You want to be empowered. You want to understand how to make f- smart financial decisions. And I can't stress enough, don't let procrastination get get into your way because we all know that doesn't work. So if that's you, you're looking for some answers, you're worried about your emotions, you're worried about the next downturn, well, emotions are going to get in your way. Give us a call, sit down, let's put a solid customized plan together for you so you can weather these things and you can sleep better at night because that's what a good financial plan will help you. The number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. That gets you in touch with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area. Easy to get in touch and have that conversation about your own customized financial plan. No cost, no obligation to do so. But it starts with a phone call, starts with a good conversation. The number to dial is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure to reach out now while it's on your mind and while you can make the best of your financial situation, while you still have the power and control of most of your financial and retirement decisions. 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, thank you for the help. Great chat with you again this week after our vacations. We're back in the saddle, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk again soon. We'll talk to you next week, Walter. Stay safe. You do as well. That's Kevin Ray on Wall Street Storehall. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on Simple Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.